What's up, everybody? Eric Kaiser with Spiritual Awakening Podcast, Episode 3, and we're going to touch base on the whole karmic relationship. You know, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't know how well awakening works when you're in a relationship, because a problem with most of our relationships, whether you want to admit it or not, it's just a karmic pattern that you're stuck in, because unfortunately, up until this point of life, you didn't know about any of this. So the person that you are right this second hearing this podcast, you're not really who you're going to be at the end of it. I use my, my personal life, my personal story to kind of show you what happened to me. Now, keep in mind, me and my ex, we had a very bad relationship from the door. You know, I was very bad at communicating. She was very bad at communicating. I came from an alcoholic father who was loud and very wanted to be violent type of guy. She came from the same situation, single mom, you know, bouncing around, partying. So me and her, unfortunately, we got we got shot in the head before we even had a chance. You know, neither of us knew it. I know it now because of the way I feel inside. But unfortunately, you know, we went through a lot together. And I mean, we went through a lot. Like, I'm sure both of us could sit down and write a book about the situation, you know. Now, the problem being with the only one who woke up is I didn't know what was going on with me. You know, I was okay with the way our relationship was, which is so screwed up to say, but I was so used to dealing with problems like that, you know. Not any of my relationships were ever that crazy. Never, Nothing was as bad as me and my ex. But I was in situations where I got in trouble for acting like a fool and ended up in jail, you know, always raising my voice. Like, I want to like really put that out there. Like verbal abuse people, I, I used to look at it like it's just words. And I think I looked at it that way because I was awake. I knew that a word couldn't do anything to you, you know, but when you're getting physical with people and you're punching people and you know, you're doing stuff like that, people that is that's total effing insanity. You need to stop that crap right now. Thank God I went through things I went through in my life before I got to my ex because when I got to her, when that type of situation would come, I would just put my hands back and take it and take it and take it because I had somebody kind of put me in jail before over what was really nothing. Like I might have been a dick and did something stupid to somebody who did something stupid to me, but nothing that was worth taking a charge over, you know, and as people, we're, we're very emotional beings, especially when we're in karmic patterns and we don't think, and you know, I forgave my ex for all that stuff. I hope she forgives me for the way I behaved that night. I, I certainly forgive her for the way she behaved, but see, that's the problem with these, these karmic cycles, people we're getting sucked up in these patterns. Like I should have seen this a long time ago, you know, instead of looking at it that way, I looked at it as an ego would, right? I looked at life and said, my God, how do I just, how do I keep dating all these crazy ass women who like to punch me in the face, not knowing that it was the way that I communicated that was making them punch me in the face, right? So without knowing that information, you know, you can have yourself on one hell of a carnival ride, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. You know, that's kind of the reason why I spent a lot of time single in, in, in my life. I spent a lot of time just doing me, having fun, because I was. I was a very high vibrational person. 
don't get me wrong, too much alcohol, the wrong thing happened, and yeah, that's that's what alcohol does, right? That's why alcohol's here. It's here to screw you up, people. So, you know, for me and my ex, we didn't stand a chance, but I was okay with it, right? It, it was life. If I wasn't going to do it with her, I've already seen what it was like with everybody else. I just figured it was something that, and I did look at it as, she's just young. She needs to grow up. I wasn't 100% accountable for the way I was behaving. Again, if anybody listened to my content, you'll remember when I went back and I pat all the women on the back because we should never disrespect a woman. Ever. It should just never happen. And now I know that I would never, ever, ever speak to a woman that way again. No matter what they say to me. See, I was being a coward. I was like, well, you're talking to me this way. That's why I'm talking to you back that way. And, you know, people can get nasty. You know, so really think about that. Again, if you're in this type of relationship, it's not going to change. It's going to get worse. It might have its good times, but I promise you, it'll always have its bad times. All right. Now, why did that relationship wake me up? Well, that relationship showed me how I made other people feel, right? That was the true karmic Payback of all paybacks. You know, I got to see what it felt like to have people do shady shit behind your back. You know, I got to see what it felt like to not know if your kid was yours. I got to see what it felt like to have somebody tell you that they hate you and they'll, they'll, they'll kill you. Like, I've, I, I've had that said to me. And it's sad, but, you know, when people are going through these manic stages in their lives... The first thing we want to do, people, is we want to blame the person that we're with. I honestly think that sometimes that's the reason why we link up with other human beings because we don't want to be accountable for our actions. So if we're mixed up with somebody else, it's very easy just to dump the situation on them. So what happens in this situation? Well, considering once you wake up, and I'm like talking, when you get this ball rolling, I had a friend say it to me last night that I'm trying to coach. You know, he's like, I just don't feel the same. I don't feel like I don't feel like my 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 ego is the same. And I said, Because it's not, man. You know, you have to get over the way you're living your life and you have to change. You know, he's in the same type of patterns. He drinks, he disrespects women, and he wonders why he ends up back in the same situation. Because it's a karmic trap, people. And if you're stuck in it, you're stuck in it. So, you know. What happens, and this just sucks, and this is why I'm telling you, I don't know how it works in a couple's union. You might want to get with, you know, there's probably nobody else that you could really get with besides a spiritual life coach because we have the most insights out of anybody, but the problem is it would take both people 100% fully committing to the process to change it because what it is is, when you make the conscious decision to change, you spark the, the universe, right? So when you make that conscious decision, you're telling the universe that you've had enough of this version of life. The problem with this is when the universe hears you, God hears you, they know you're serious. You're going to chase it all down, right? You're, you're going to chase after your purpose, your soul knows the deal. God knows the deal. So basically what I'm telling you is God could see directly inside of me. 
God could see directly inside of my ex-wife. And he's seen that she just wasn't ready to make that that ascension. And you know, it's a shame, you know, because I, I am one of them guys that when I got married and said I do, I, I really meant that. Like, I would have took it to the grave. And, you know, I think she knew that. And the problem with starting to wake up, I remember she said to me one time, she was like, it was just like, all of a sudden, you were effing God, or you thought you were effing God. And really, people, all I wanted was, I wanted to be happy, right? I wanted a different lifestyle. I didn't want to come home to messes, you know? I didn't want to watch somebody stare at a cell phone. I wanted somebody to be involved in a relationship as much as I want to be in it. And that just wasn't happening. So what happened to me was, from the painful-ass life I had already lived through the things that I experienced, you know, my ex got me to the point where one night I really thought about taking my own life. And that night is when I had my full-blown Kundalini awakening. I seen my mom and I woke up the next day a different person. Now, the problem was when I switched into that different person is I didn't know how drastically everything was going to bother me. And it did. Everything bothered me. You know, attitudes, you know, gossip, um, talking bad about people, like blaming other people for situations. I remember during my awakening at those times that I would, you know, my exes would come in the situation. I'd be like, stop blaming them. And, you know, then it turned into you don't ever take my side. Well, if you're the one influencing hate and anger, then no, I can't take your side. And unfortunately, my ex never seen it that way. She saw it as a 3D person would, a person running off an ego. So basically what happens is you're awakening, you're changing people. And now you're looking at the person who you thought, and I did, who you thought you're going to spend the rest of your life with, right? Because I cared about my ex. I went to the meetings with counselors. Like, but the problem was, even though I was awakening, I didn't know all the principles involved, right? I knew that I wanted to change my life. But I also was still a piece of the old me. And if somebody would cuss at me or scream at me or anything over me just asking a simple question, then of course I'm going to say something back. You know, that's just the way life works. But that's when you get accountable. Like I did, and I look back and I go, holy hell. Like, yeah, she, she did all this stuff, but I could have handled this so much differently. And that's the way men, men, we need to take back our power and not let women run around on Facebook and still talk about us even though it's like almost a year later, right? Living in the past, living in a story. That's going to happen. You're going to start seeing people who do it and you're going to start recognizing it. But the first thing, people, the most important thing, if you're in a relationship, start Googling spiritual awakening, right? Start looking at what the principles mean. If you're not going to hire me as a one-on-one life coach, then you're going to need some help. Because let me tell you something. If you think this has been an easy journey, hell nah. Look up spiritual awakening and tell me if you ever see one that was an easy journey. They're all hard because what happens is you start paying back all your karmic, right? All your karmic, all your karmic, all your karmic. So everything you've ever done in your life to another human being is coming back at you 10 freaking fold, right? Now, it doesn't come back at you worse. It just comes back at you because you dished it. So that's the reason why as we go through these these episodes, you're going to understand the power of the spoken word and why wealthy people, that's the biggest secret in the world. The biggest secret.
They don't teach you that, right? That's the reason why television, you notice television changed throughout the times, right? See, I grew up when it was pretty peaceful. I remember watching Patty Duke, right? And Happy Days, right? These shows were family TV, right? If the kids had an issue, it was a common day issue. It wasn't nothing crazy, but they would put shows like Saved by the Bell in there to sneak you into the thought of being the kid who brings the alcohol to the school, right? And putting it in the punch. How many times have you seen that story? What's that do to a kid? It creates a belief. It creates an idea. It creates a thought. That's very, very dangerous, people, because that's what's happening to us. That's the reason why men and women don't relate together, but it's also because we're stuck into an ego, right? We're tricked into thinking life is about slaving our asses away and buying stuff. So that's the reason why every person wants to get rich because you think happiness lies on the other side of money and purchases. You know, my buddy who I just spoke about, he's made a lot of money in his life. His annual salary was about $250,000 a year. I said to him last night, I said, let me ask you a question. And all that time working and all that shit you bought, were you ever happy? Like truly happy? Did you ever just feel joy? Did you ever just feel alive inside? Were you happy? No. Of course not. How are you going to be happy if you're being tricked to live in an ego, right? To be able to have happiness, you need to get rid of the ego because when you have the ego, you still care about being the guy with the nicer car. You still care about being the girl with the nicest ass. When you get rid of the ego and you're the girl with the nicest ass, you have the nicest ass because you love your ass, right? And high five to all the women who like their asses because I'm an ass guy. I got to throw that out there. But anyway, you, you, you kind of get to the point of what I'm saying. So my awakening, I kept getting deeper and deeper and seeing things that just did not serve me. And it caused a lot of conflict, a lot of conflict to the point of I had to do something that was done to me. Let's keep this in mind. I had to do something that was done to me. And the second I did that, the towel got thrown in on the, on, on the relationship. That hurt. That hurt a lot. Like I put a lot of time and energy into that relationship. I put a lot of energy into it where uh, I was working my ass off, people. <laughs> I was going for it because I wanted my family to have it all. And I was living in the ego still at the time. And I thought, you know, all right, I'm going to work and work and work and work and work. But then... And keep in mind, I had two kundalinis during my ex. I had one on a New Year's when we were going through some problems and I really thought about just saying F it. And I had an awakening then. That awakening straight just changed all my friendships. So keep that in mind too, people. As this happens to you, you're going to start looking at your friendships a lot differently. They're going to start falling off. And you got to understand that they just don't serve you because there's two... Uh, how do I explain this for, for people to understand this? It's basically like there's two worlds going on at the same exact time, right? You got the third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension. Now, the fourth dimension is just where people bounce back and forth like me, where I get how it all works, right? So, I still relate with people in the 3D world because I'm a life coach, so I still have to talk to people. And then I go back to 5D where I live my life in total understanding of how it all works. Like, I watch my spoken word. I watch my thoughts. I try to just stay 100% positive at all given times of life because when you do that, it raises your inner energy and that energy will attract people just like you. I've had it happen in my life. You know, I've had where it was 
just await people in my life. That's going to happen to you too. You're going to like start talking to people like, oh, yeah, you get it, don't you? And you're going to start talking. It happens to me all the time. Now, where I thought those people were my tribe, a lot of those people kind of fall off. It's it's weird. It's almost like they're lessons. They come in for some reason, but I think they're just reminders. They're people coming in to let you know, yes, this is really happening, and for you to take it brutally, brutally serious because this is the rest of your life you're talking about. Whatever point of your life you're listening to this, whether you're 15 to 50, you have to understand from listening to these episodes, you will understand that what happened to you is not your fault and it's changeable. That's exciting, people. You get a second chance to live life, right? And on different terms. So what? You're going to go through a little bit of pain, heartache, things like that. It's okay. To be the best version of yourself, isn't it worth it? Isn't it worth all the pain? Isn't it worth going through some uncomfortable times? People, I am, in, I am still in uncomfortable times. I am still living with the fact that I don't have my kids right now, right? And I have to, like, so trust me, it's a bumpy road. But you know what? I came to, you know, the knowing that even if I had to go a month, two months without my kids, they're still my kids. I'm I'm going to create whatever outcome that I want to see inside me happen. When it comes to me, my ex, and my kids. And that's going to play out. And as you get to know the content, what's really going on here, you'll learn why that's possible. Right? Because right now, me and my ex, we're in a sticky situation. You know? I don't want to go into too much of personal things that have happened since we've been home. But I have been very, very nice. Very caring. Very offering, you know, give you this, you want this, take this. Like how many guys would give back an engagement ring, right? Just to prove to God in a surrendering process that, you know what? I believe in you. I don't need this ring to pay my bills. So I gave it back and I did that at all out of just, I didn't want it, right? But what the problem is people, and this is where in awakening, it's where it gets hard because your heart might still be still have ties, you know? But you have to stand back and you have to look at that person and realize that they're in their process too. I don't blame my ex for anything right now that she's doing because I remember who I was 10 years prior. And I would not want to be judged today who I was 10 years prior. So I'm not going to judge her today for who she's being today because at the end of the day, we're not supposed to judge at all. We're supposed to look at everybody with light and love. So you have to ask yourself a question. How many men could come out of a marriage, go homeless, give away everything, like just give your ex everything, right? We're still not divorced, but within months, she already moved my kids into a dude's house who has roommates, who has another kid, right? And they're pretty much in a karmic pattern. And I'm going to explain to you why it's a karmic pattern. When my wife met me, I was a window tinner. And hey, I was just, I just decided, it was after like one of my first awakenings. I just decided to make a lot of changes and go for it. I had a nice lake house, you know, my window tint business was taking off again because my vibration was changing. You know, I just came out of like losing my mind, dating very young girls into finding my mind again. And I felt like I was on my way 
You know, I just, I, I felt great. And then if y'all really follow an awakening in 2012, there was a big shift. That shift happened pretty much right around the time that I met my ex. So my ex came into my life to teach me the last lessons to make me wake up because I wanted her here. Always remember that when you're, when you're talking about your exes, you picked them, you wanted them, you brought them into your existence. So don't talk bad about them now because there was a point in time when you looked at them and you, you thought you loved them, right? And that's a problem with society too. We think we love everybody. Two months in, oh, I love you. Six months in, I love you. People, try years, right? <laughs> when, it, when, when, when it's in karmic, I don't even know if, if love like that exists in a karmic relationship because we can say it to so many different people. Look at your life. How many times have you said I love you to a person? And then think to yourself, did you really love them? You know, I'm trying to slow a lot of these down from making the same mistake. If you're single and you're out there in a dating world, pause, hit pause, get through this content before you go any further. Because look at my ex. When I met her, she was living in somebody's upstairs. I met her in a bar. Within two weeks, her and her daughter moved into my house. Chaos from there on. <laughs> Crazy things happen that I won't get into. But the point being... She moved right into my house. Now, the relationship before that, my ex moved in with somebody else and was being taken care of by them, had a baby. Right after him, moved in with somebody else, left him. Like, There's patterns, people, because now my ex is living with another guy who has roommates, right? Who's paying her bills, right? It's the same exact pattern. And I'm over here surrendering to God and having to have an understanding that I can't get mad about any of it. And if I want it to go smoothly, then I just have to step back. How many of you can do that? Right? It's it's not easy. I've had really close friends basically tell me I'm a dumbass. Like, you should be in court. You should be taking your kids. You should be doing this. And listen, am I stressing my kids? A little bit. Because I quit all my bad habits for my kids now to be around people with the same bad habits that I quit. When you understand child development and you understand that kids are sculpted from the age of zero to seven, that it's a lot to choke down. But knowing the way the world works, knowing that if I bless the situation, if I see it working out the best possible way for my children, right? That's the way I'm seeing it out. The best possible solution for my children. Whatever that means, that's what I'm asking God for. I want the best possible solution for my children. If you can do that, people, your life will get better. You will feel better because you're not creating any chaos. And now I'm not saying that you can live by that principle alone and voila, life's just going to turn around because you're a mind ninja and you figured it all out. You know, other people can, they can ruin a good thing. And if they decide to do that, and if it comes down to you have to take the channels laid out before you, because you know your truth and you know how right the situation is, then you can do that. But I really want you to think to yourself before you do any decisions that have to do with kids, people, and separations and stuff like that, I really want you to get with somebody, either a counselor or a coach, before you make that separation because we need to teach you how to consciously separate. You know, my ex was doing a real good job at first, even though she was mouthy a bunch of times and things like that. And I let it slide. But there was points where we had breakthroughs, like where I got that big hug and apology, but it went away really, really fast because 
the problem is, she doesn't even see it yet, is I know she's eating Jimmy John's. I know she's drinking sodas and monsters and this and that. And she doesn't understand. All the cleansing of her brain she just did for those years where she went vegetarian. She was taking care of herself. She wasn't smoking. She is screwing her brain back up. So she's she's going backwards. And you don't want to see people do that. But unfortunately, right? Again, it's their process, people. It's not your process. You can't interfere. Light and love. Everything is love at the end of the day. So I hope from hearing my story, you can look at your relationships and see if you're in a karmic pattern. And I mean, if it's if it's as clear as day is my ex, then I hope this this content wakes you the hell up because I can't I can't get her to snap out of it, right? I just have to step back. And if you look at my life and you'll see that I'm out of my karmic pattern, do you do you not hear me? I'm talking into a phone about this. The old me would have been drinking and having sex with people, right? I was such, I look at back at who I was and I, I just shake my head all the time. Like how the hell? And people, that's why I want you to understand that it's, it's such a dangerous game in life because we don't know who the hell we are. And then we come to this point that we did it the same way so many times and we're so over it that we're ready to kill ourselves. That's not good, people. So, I hope this covers karmic relationships. I hope that you can look at your life and realize if you're in one. I hope if you're single that you stay single and you learn this content. I I just learned the content, people. Because at the end of the day, I'm telling you, spoken word. Everything is energy. Right, Just because you can't see it. You can't see prana, right? You can't see prana. It's right in front of you. You can, you can feel it, right? Squeeze your hand in the air. It almost has a resistance to it, right? That's prana. You can attach to that prana with good thoughts. You can attach to prana by being a visionary, right? If you can just vision things, prana is what makes things come alive. Everything's made out of prana. You're made out of prana. The tree's made out of prana. That rock's made out of prana. Everything is made out of prana. So when you manifest these thoughts in your head, that's how they come alive. Good, bad, or ugly. So if you're living a very toxic lifestyle, I can bet that you're a toxic person, right? Your your, your thoughts are toxic. If you're sick all the time, if you're falling down, getting hurt, if things just, if you feel like you broke a mirror, it's not the mirror, it's you. You just, you don't, you don't get it yet. You don't get that you're willing all this stuff your way. Trust me, I went through phases of my life where I was just angry and man, the crap that kept happening to me and happening to me and happening to me. And I was just like, Jesus, can I get a break? One time people, I had chiggers on 95% of my body. The only place I didn't have them was my balls and my butt and my wee wee. Everywhere else was a chigger. I could feel my body moving because I had so many insects inside of me. And you know what? I was deserving that shit because I was living a toxic life. All I was worried about was drinking and partying and, you know, oh, whose boat this and this boat and that. Like, that's who I was then. But now I get it all. Now, Now I get that we're all here to live in union. You know, I get that the way to get through this life and to find somebody that you love and to connect with great people, you have to find your tribe. You know, other people want to talk about tribes that are going out drinking and causing drama. Yeah, it's a great tribe. 
That's the tribe that's going to ruin your life. Now, when you get around people who understand spoken word, who are never going to call anybody a name in front of you, you know, I can I can go back in, in, in my process and see where I missed opportunities to step into 5D relationships. But I remember the content that we were talking about and the looks on the people's faces because of the way I was speaking. It took me a long time to get that part, people. The spoken word part took a long time. But everything matters. Everything. So if you want an easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl life, I suggest you fall in line. You keep listening to this content. We'll keep slowly waking you up. And uh, we'll just we'll just see what happens. But I would love any feedback. If anybody needs a life coach, 404-906-1891 new you guru at gmail.com if anybody wants to help out the dad project i can't believe i haven't got even five dollars really like I, I i do this content every day like help a brother out donation to dads at gmail.com for paypal give me a hand people you know i come out here and speak in this phone for 30 minutes because i want everybody to win i want to end poverty i want to end anger i don't want the world to be the way it is do you like Living in fear? Don't you get it? Like once you switch your mind to nothing bad can ever happen, nothing bad ever will. I love you all. Bye.